Hello and welcome to the incredibly influential and highly successful podcast. I'm incredibly influential. And I am highly successful. It is Thursday, June 9th, 2022, as we're recording this. And uh, I want to dedicate this to uh, my mom and my stepmom and my dad because they all have COVID. And uh, I am also probably going to get it. So, yeah, just uh, keep them in your thoughts, I guess. Uh, uh, By the time this goes up, they'll probably be feeling better, but just in case. So, uh, yeah, that's who I wanted to dedicate this episode to. Do you have anyone you want to dedicate, uh, Uh, co-host? No, I I think that, you know, this COVID thing... Uh, it's, it's kind of unbelievable that it's still around, to be honest. I kind of forget about it sometimes, and then I walk outside. Yeah, it was, I didn't think, I thought I was going to be home free, to be honest, but we, we got it. We got it. Uh, it's kicking my mom's ass right now. I, Um, I don't know, uh, if this was like just a coincidence. I think this was around the time there was like a new strain, but like, I remember around December of like, um, of last year. I mean, like, everybody got it. Like, so many mm-hmm. people got it. I think that new strain just, like, made it so much easier to get. And yeah. I don't know if it's cooled down in, at all since then, or if it's kind of just stabilized, but I haven't really heard anything about it, so. Yeah. Um, uh, I think it is actually increasing uh, from what I've heard, so I'm not surprised oh. that I've gotten it. You know, I, I didn't get it for two years. There was no way that I was going to avoid it forever. To be honest. Yeah. Like, I got it when everybody was getting it. Like, right around December when apparently it just blew up to, like, a monumental level. Yeah. Yeah. But. That's, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Hopefully, uh, soon enough, we'll be rid of the the problems. Maybe we can go back to a little bit more of a stable, stable life that we used to have. But. Yeah. Hopefully. I would like some antibodies. Um. That would be pretty cool. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. I uh, uh, first first order of business. Um, there's this there's this story out of Russia, right? Um, mm-hmm. That I wanted to talk about. Um, there's this guy. He's called uh, Yuri. Um, uh, uh, what's his last name? What's his last name? Uh, Yuri Rection. <laughs> I got you again, you son of a bitch! I got you I again. Well, that's. It's. I feel like it's different this time, though, because there was no setup. You just. You just said it. Yeah, but you know, you totally believed me. You totally believed me. That's that's the funny part. Is you totally. I just let you me talk again. sometimes. You know. You fell for it again, and now you don't want to admit it because you know I'm right. You know I... it. I know it. Let's all admit it. I'm Maybe right. our fans can say but i feel like that one doesn't count you know i feel like you're still at one you know but uh, i don't know i feel like i feel like you fell for it um i don't know i feel like again but we'll let we'll let the fans decide but i think yeah. you're at one you think you're at two it's fine it's okay um we'll call it one and a half all right uh uh my real first order of business is uh, while it's still fresh in your head is um the Black Adam trailer was just released either yesterday or today, um, yeah. What uh I I made my co-host watch it just before we started recording. Um, what are what are your thoughts on it? Um, I 
I'm not as familiar with the DC lineup of uh, characters. Mm-hmm. And I don't know pretty much anything from the trailer besides it's a guy who is kind of like an anti-hero, not really a villain, not really a hero. He's kind of somewhere in that gray yeah. area in between. Uh, it looks like it'll be a cool movie. I do have to say, like, out of all the DC movies that I've watched, like, recently, which are not a lot, um, you know, I I definitely <laughs> probably should watch more. I think uh, I really like Shazam though. Shazam was probably my favorite one just because Shazam kind of had that uh, that humor to his character that not a lot of DC characters have, you know. Yeah, I don't I don't know if it's gonna be the same director. Um, I know it's like a, a continuation of Shazam. Shazam is getting a uh, a sequel as well, so that's gonna be cool. Yeah, because um, you know uh, I don't know about you, right? And who your favorite like DC characters are, but mine. <clears throat> Mine is all, all my characters that I've always liked were like the ones that were witty and funny, kind of like some of the characters in yeah. like the Marvel universe, kind of like how Spider Man, you know, is like no, that's kind of what he's known for, right? Yeah, is being witty and funny. I like characters like that, and Shazam was always like the one person I knew from DC. Besides Sam, I don't really know a lot. So I uh, think you I, would I, like Flash. If Ezra Miller weren't being such a fucking douche right now, like Jesus Christ, what a scumbag! Like, yeah, he I just feel like keep, Flash's they character just keep kind committing of crimes. Yeah, I do. I feel like Flash's character kind of does have that kind of witty nature to him. I just, yeah, I don't Go know. Watch There's just so the much Justice League cartoon if you want a good Flash. The cartoon, watch Justice League cartoon. It's very good. Uh, yep, maybe it's really good. It is Maybe. very, very, very solid. Justice League and then Justice League Unlimited. Very good. Cannot recommend it highly enough. Um, but while we're on the subject of Black of Black Adam, uh, are you kind of feeling a little bit of of uh, Dwayne 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 the Rock Johnson f- fatigue? Are, are you feeling a little bit of Dwayne fatigue? Well. I don't know. I feel like he's been in several things in like the last recent years. I feel like he he's definitely up there in terms of a very very prominent actor. I've seen a lot, but I don't think I'm tired of it. Like it's not like too much. There was a point in time where I feel like uh Brian Reynolds was in everything. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. And I feel I'm, like he's yeah. kind of it's kind of gone a little bit less and less over time. But the thing about Ryan Reynolds is I just like Ryan Reynolds a lot. <laughs> so I didn't mind I, it. Yeah, I like Ryan Reynolds a lot, too. I am getting a little bit of rock fatigue. Um, yeah, he hasn't been I in that like many Dwayne's, things, though, has he? Well, think about it, right? Like, even in things that I'm not watching, it's just he's in a lot of shit right now, right? So there was, um, just in terms of DC, right, he's in the Black Adam thing, but he's also going to be co-starring with Kevin Hart in that uh, Super Pets movie, right? He's going to be playing uh, Crypto the Superdog. So it's like, oh, you know, you know what? I completely forgot about that until you just mentioned it. I did see a trailer for that, and I completely forgot about that, like almost right after I saw the trailer in the theater. Yeah. I think it was for the, the Doctor Strange movie, actually. Yeah, I'm not crazy about it. I'm, I'm not super enthused about it. It kind of just looks like Secret Life of Pets. But, I did you know, watch the 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 crypto show um, a long long time ago. Yeah, and I thought it was all right, and that's kind of the, yeah. my only knowledge of crypto his dog. Uh, 
Yeah. I'm curious about it. Yeah. I'd crypto, watch it. Yeah. You know, I don't know if I'm going to uh, watch yeah. it in theaters, but, you know. <laughs> yeah. Dwayne, I'm, I'm getting a little bit of Dwayne fatigue. I'm going to be honest, you know, because e- even in things I'm not watching, Crypto, the, 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 the League of Super Pets movie, and then he's going to be in Black Adam. And then he's got that that young rock show, right? Where where it's all about rock growing up, and it's like, dude, you know, like like you're the rock. We get it. We know. We love you. Just chill out a little bit. Just chill, chill a little bit, bro. Just chill. <laughs> you're 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 doing a little too much, my man. Take a break. It's I, okay. I still think it's interesting how he's he's still known by the rock, even though. I don't think he ever uses the nickname, does he? Uh, I I mean the the show is called Young Rock. Well, so. I know, but usually he just uses his regular name for things. But no, I guess the no, nickname, I think the he's nickname always really stuck, credited. You know? I think he's always credited as Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Is he? He is Dwayne the Rock Johnson. You know, we need to come up with really cool nicknames that stick like that. You know. Yeah. Uh, oh, I, I got I got an idea. Right. I'll be incredibly influential, and you be okay. highly successful. I, I I had a feeling you were going to do that. Right. <laughs> you see, know, you could see and for the, the context coming, of this podcast. That's great, right? But I feel like it doesn't roll off the tongue quite as much. You know. I don't know. I I can say incredibly influential pretty fast. It rolls off the tongue real well for me. It's that alliteration, you know. Maybe maybe yours doesn't work so well because you don't have alliteration, but that's because I'm fucking awesome. So, you know, well, I'll take it back. You pitch the names to me. I feel like definitely, you know, maybe you foresaw this joke coming from from weeks and weeks ago before we started this podcast, but from months you know, in the future, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yes, he he planted this name thing. That way, this particular conversation could come up this week, just so yeah. he can make that one joke. And it was it was a big payoff, wasn't it? It is. Yeah, um, yeah. I I would say it was a real big payoff. I I'm very proud of that joke. It's a very good joke. I am very funny. As it All right. turns out, well, I'm, I'm tired of the joke now. What's hilarious. the next topic? Um. <laughs> oh, while we're on the uh, the DC train, um, Joker is getting a sequel. I fucking hate everything in the world. Why the fuck are we doing this? There shouldn't have even been one Joker movie. It was terrible. I have Why are we to getting say, a second? I didn't mind the Joker movie. I thought I it was all it. right. There I, is a there is an why do immortal. There is an immortal letterboxed review. Uh, are you familiar with Letterbox? Why do you hate it? No, I, I'm not. But why? But why do you hate it exactly? Is it? Does it have to do something with like the lore or like? Because I don't know anything about the lore. I just, I just there's really a care, lot of there's a lot of reasons. But I feel like the way that to sum it up best is to quote the immortal Letterboxed review. I forget who it's by, and I'm really sad that I don't. No, and I don't really want to look it up, but it's it, it's a really good letterboxed review. So if it is yours, I'm sorry. You know, uh, add us on Twitter, and we'll we'll give you credit in the next one, in the next episode. But um, I'm sure they can look it up. But yeah, for sure. Uh, uh, 
shit, I can't even remember the the. All right. Uh, the well, he doesn't that. like the Joker. I thought it's, it was um, all right. It's all right. All right. When you've never swam in the ocean, a pool will seem deep. Which is, uh, I I feel like that sums up my uh my feelings on the Joker movie because it it is so fucking shallow and like it, nothing about it is very intelligent or deep or interesting but the director and the actors in it seem to be convinced that it is joaquin phoenix can't take the stick out of his ass because oh i'm in this joker movie and it's making all these deep uh uh, points about society like i hated his oscar speech so much he's so fucking pretentious and then todd phillips Literally, he used the Joker character to go on like a 15 minute rant at the end of the movie about, oh, it's, uh, comedians and the, the canceling and, and comedy is subjective and, and, and all that. He's literally bitching because he's like, oh, I, you couldn't make a hangover four in 2022 because the liberals is the, the liberals that, that they'll cancel you. But no, they don't uh, want to hang over four because you're not fucking funny, Todd. You're not funny and you're not a good director. Well, there's definitely a point about, you know, how society has kind of gotten a lot more sensitive to a lot of things that I feel like don't really matter that much or that shouldn't be or that aren't directly offensive. You know what I mean? Right. But at the same time, it <sighs> it's not. It's not the, oh, we're offended. It's it's like the whole, oh, I identify as a attack helicopter. As if we haven't heard that joke a million fucking times since 2016. It's not joke, that though. it's offensive. It's, it's not. It, it was barely funny the first time. And it's been yeah, six years. Yeah, like it's funnier every time. <laughs> You need, they need to, if you want to tell offensive jokes, be like Bill Burr. Bill Burr is original about it. He's fucking funny. Be like Jim Jeffries. He's original about it and he's fucking funny. Don't retell the same fucking jokes and be like, oh, uh, cancel culture, liberals, transphobia. It's annoying. It's annoying. And Todd Phillips is fucking annoying. He is pretentious as all fuck, and it pisses me off. I Stick agree. To Todd Howard shitty... needs to chill. Todd, Todd Phillips. I said. I said Todd Phillips. I did not say Todd Howard. Are I will not sure? have anyone besmirching the good name of Todd Howard. Todd Howard is is Todd Howard more like God Howard. <laughs> Todd Howard more like God Howard. You've heard it here first. <laughs> Todd the God, the Rod, the Mod Howard. The Rod. Mod. Okay. Wow. You know why they Got call him the mod. You're. You know why they call him the rod. You know why. <laughs> we all know. We all Todd, know. Todd. Todd Howard. Fuck it. Todd Howard fucks. Todd Howard fucks. Let's be real here. Like, look at that man. Look at that little. That little gremlin. You think he doesn't fuck? He fucks. Todd Howard. Fucks. Man. You know. I feel like. 
we should we should shift topics. I feel like we we really got all we can out of this Todd Howard situation, you know. Uh oh, there's some shit on YouTube that I really wanted to talk about. Um really. What what's on YouTube? I I'm on YouTube frequently, but I don't think I know what you're talking about. So, are you familiar with the Actman? That's he's a YouTuber. Are you familiar with him? No, not familiar. Oh. All right. Um so let me kind of explain the situation as best as I understand it cuz I'm uh I'm a little bit I, I, I'm pretty familiar to him. I'm subscribed to him. I was subscribed to him before this drama, like, started. But I, I admit that I kind of fell behind and I didn't really keep up with the uh, with the drama. But the um, the gist of it is uh, he um, he pissed off a uh, uh, another channel um, called Quantum TV. And, uh, I, I'm not worried that he's going to, uh, I'm not worried that he's going to copyright strike this, uh, podcast because we literally do not use any, uh, any copyrightable material, but yeah, Quantum TV, uh, has been like copyright abusing a bunch of people and then Actman called him out on it. And then Quantum TV, uh, started, uh, copyright striking him and, uh, uh, the act man, uh, he was about to get, uh, he, he's about to get completely demonetized on his entire YouTube channel. So he's about to quit. And it's like, okay, so what type of content does he make exactly? Um, one of his, uh, like, like his, his main series is why was insert video game so bad or so good or a masterpiece or okay. so mediocre. Uh, he did that with all the Halo games. He did it with. Uh, a lot of the COD games. Um, yeah, that that was like what I kind of joined in for. Because mm-hmm. um, he, he makes really good video essay style content. It, it's 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 really well put together. He makes very good points. Um, okay. Yeah, he, he's... Uh, I don't quite agree with him on his uh, little Star Wars takes, to be honest. But, uh, you know, uh, he, he, he absolutely makes very good videos. Um and uh yeah yeah uh it, it's a it's a really a fucking shame what's going on here. okay and he and he's getting um like uh canceled or he's getting copyright striked because he used i'm assuming somebody else's content on his channel right like barely um like 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 barely and um yeah it, it it was for Elden Ring hot takes. He he was like the worst Elden Ring hot takes. I believe is the video, and um, okay. Quantum TV uh, uh, violated fair use. He he has no right to do this, but the YouTube copyright system is fucked. And so when Actman started calling out YouTube for letting him do this, YouTube started uh, finding bullshit excuses, right? So I watched the uh, the Philip DeFranco show on this. Mm-hmm. He interviewed Actman, but um, the main thing that YouTube is is trying to criticize him for is Actman made a series of satirical tweets, which he has now deleted, saying oh, I'm going to go on my platform and promote hate speech. That wasn't the one that got him banned, but like that, that's an example, right? The one that got him banned was I'm going, uh, or I think what he said was feeling cute, gonna go uh, dox and harass a bunch of 
uh, people on YouTube today, which is satire because he had been doxxed uh, before and nobody had done anything about it. So it, it, it was satire, right? And they, uh, it, it, it's bogus. YouTube is being I, absolutely fucking bogus right now. I, I do have to say, like, I've seen that happen a lot in, like, the last couple years where somebody will say something in a way that is, like, a joke or a satire. And, you know, people just nowadays, they just don't understand satire for some reason. It's it's not that they don't, don't understand it. it. It's that they will use anything, anything at all, to uh, uh, cancel people like like and demonetize people who are speaking out against YouTube. YouTube is fully okay with this. Like like now there are I people at YouTube. I haven't heard like, a lot about like this against YouTube stuff before, right? Uh, th- like, is there other examples of this happening with YouTube? Because I've never heard anything about like this where YouTube uh, is like canceling people <clears throat> just because they're getting talked bad against them. Uh, I think mm, I don't remember who it was who was initially in trouble for it. But Markiplier made a uh, a tweet about it. Um, Markiplier stepped in. I think it was. It might have been critical. It might have been most critical. Um, uh, who who had gotten in trouble with YouTube? And Markiplier made a tweet about it. And fifteen minutes later, YouTube fixed the issue. YouTube fixed the issue in fifteen minutes because when a big partner for YouTube speaks out about it. They they have to listen because let's face it here, Markiplier could quit making YouTube videos, and and be fine for the rest of his life. Markiplier is fucking rich. <laughs> he's got a lot of subs. He's got a lot of did brand you, deals. Uh, did you watch his interview that he did with uh, Anthony? Anthony Padilla. Uh, no, I I think I watched a snippet of it. I watched a snippet of it where he was talking about yeah, I'm fucking rich. Yeah, yeah, he is. yeah that, he's fucking rich. I, I follow Anthony on Instagram, so I, I think that's where I saw it. But yeah, he mm-hmm. he's fucking rich. He he can he could quit whenever he wants to. So if YouTube, it, so if those big content creators, those big audience, um um, you know, like th- those people who bait in a big audience, if they say I'm gonna quit, YouTube has to listen. So I want so like I. All these uh these big YouTube channels are really uh they're really they're really going in for it. Uh Philip DeFranco, as I was talking about, had uh Actman on on his YouTube uh mm-hmm. uh, uh on the on the Philip DeFranco show. Um uh Critical again is is talking about it. Uh which is which is good. Um because Critical I think had this happen before. Um, I I would love it if Markiplier spoke out again, but uh, I'm like not sure. The, like I I don't know who this person is, Actman. Um, yes, and he is getting in trouble because he used copyrighted material under free use, right? So yeah, yeah, it shouldn't uh, have been copyrightable, right? No, uh, first of all, that's not even what they're striking him for now. Now oh, he's being stricken. So the bogus strikes are like the really bogus ones. All the strikes were bogus, but the really bogus ones were that uh, one of them was for nudity 
and like sexual material. And that doesn't make any fucking sense, right? Like there there is absolutely no uh there there there's no nudity in his fucking videos. And uh, okay. uh, they spoke out and they said there was excessive sexualization in one of them. What the fuck? What? what? I I think that that's ridiculous. Yeah, YouTube definitely does have a problem with their automatic moderation. I know. That oh no, not this wasn't people... automatic. This wasn't automatic. So this, this, this was, was, this was a manual thing. Yeah, these were all deliberate. Okay, YouTube well, that, is that deliberately trying different. to silence him. Yeah. YouTube is trying to silence him. I don't. That doesn't sound right, but I. I. W- I don't know. I. I suppose YouTube if that's happening. Absolutely that is crazy. Does though. That. YouTube is absolutely willing to do that. Susan uh, Wojcicki and Google are shit companies. They are fucking awful. To like, they are absolutely. I don't think scummy. it's. Again, I don't think it's like. It may not go up all the way. I don't think it's all the way up to there, right? I think if it is a problem with somebody targeting creators or somebody targeting this particular creator, yeah, it, it might it's be probably something that's happening or something like that. A little bit lower like, on the totem pole, right? It, yeah, I it doubt might be middle management, but at the same time, yeah, I don't I, think it goes up that high. I don't think it's it's Susan's fault. It might not be, but Susan and Google are are more than uh more than happy to uh, turn a blind eye to issues that are affecting uh, YouTube and Google. They, they, they have no problems with that. They don't care about making a good platform. They care about making money. And if they can skimp yeah. out on quality, I, they will. I, I think that, again, I think that the problem just needs to be shouted out enough by enough people and eventually somebody a little higher up at YouTube will fix it, right? If it is something that is completely wrong, like you're saying, um, I'm only going off of what you're telling me, but it is crazy that things like this happen. And I do know that um, certain creators do get just strike strike down for almost no reason at all, it feels like. It's, and it's crazy. It really is. Like, I don't know a lot of YouTubers that have been canceled or have had problems like this right but i do know what happens every now and then where the issue with youtube is that they need to have a a third party a a youtuber like like at, at youtube someone at youtube who would review these uh uh first of all these copyright claims because the way it works right now is you dispute it and you send it right back to the people who fraudulently claimed it before. Yeah, I have, I have no... heard that before, right? Yeah. Like where you send in a request and then they just ask the people again, is this your video? And if they're already lying the first time, of course they're going to lie the second time. I don't see how that solves anything, right? Yeah, so it's absolutely... That does, yeah. I, I do have to say their their system of doing it does seem very flawed. Uh, and there, they do need to get some manual moderation in there. That way, less problems like this happen. But that's but it's what I'm also, saying. I'm sure it's really hard like for YouTube as well because there's a lot of videos. There's lots of hours of content. And I'm sure this happens so many times. But uh, 
I'm sure that they usually get around to it sooner or later. It's just usually a little too late is the problem. But the problem with it with YouTube is they don't really care. Again, it's like I said, yeah. they don't actually care about providing a good service or a good platform. They care about making money. They will accept uh, YouTube ads from uh, companies that are like violating the law, you know, like those child gambling games like Raid Shadow Legends. Like they'll absolutely accept money from them. I I think that all mobile games, uh, or a majority of mobile games nowadays are all pretty much just gambling games. Yeah, uh, they'll, they'll accept money from like child gambling games or games. I actually that are, heard that like, that was like a controversial. Uh, I actually did hear that was a controversial thing on Twitch. It was a lot of really popular streamers, uh, taking like gambling sponsorships yeah and i don't know i feel like it's not the sponsorship that's bad it's just you i feel like you gotta have the warnings in there right no gambling is fucking predatory gambling is predatory and exactly all of those things are are sponsored by gambling people i feel like you just say gambling is predatory and then accept the sponsorship that but you, I feel like that, you know, you did your your due diligence, right? I think there's no That's what ethical I think. way. I, don't know. I think there's no ethical way for YouTube to take money from uh, from those uh, th- those false advertising games, those child gambling games. I think there's no ethical way for them to do that while, you know, not actually using the money to improve their platform because they're putting more ads on their fucking service. They're, they're putting, they, they did the, the increase to two ads for everyone. Well, I, I do, I do remember like it? the, I do remember the double ads. Now I don't get ads. Um, so I don't know how bad it is now. It's but, bad. It's really bad. I watch it on my phone. It's fucking terrible. You will get a 15, 30, uh, sometimes minute long ad for like one second of content. I, I do terrible. remember that. Um, you know, double ads, double unskippable ads, things like that. Yeah, uh, it's terrible. <laughs> They're making a worse platform for everyone. But they aren't using the money to improve it in any other areas. They're just finding more and more ways to put ads on the page. They they put the... Uh, you know what's a, a, a great fucking fix to that? Maybe just put ads underneath the video. Oh, wait, you do that, right? They put the, the static ads in the... Like, right before you scroll down to, like, the recommended videos. They put the ads right there. Is that not enough Is fucking money for you, YouTube? Are you have a, yeah. uh, Well, I I wouldn't know. I don't get ads. (laughs) Yeah, but like they put ads there, and is Is that that on the phone or is that on the computer? Both, both. Um, it's not underneath the video on computer. It's like off to the side. Um, but like, yeah. Okay. Is that not enough money for you, YouTube? Are you not uh, uh, satisfied being the only video service platform that's as big as you are 
Uh, really? Really? Bigger than... I think that... Bigger than Vimeo. There's definitely a lot of problems Bigger than Pornhub. Bigger than Twitch. Like, fucking... Again, are you not satisfied? I don't think it's like... I don't think it's like... Everything YouTube does is bad. I don't think that... They're intentionally doing... A lot of bad things. I know that some things they are... It is intentional and then it does turn out to be bad, right? But I think that... Kind of like what you were saying with the gambling thing and all that, right? I think that definitely if there is a false advertisement type of thing that they do endorse, that is definitely a bad thing, right? Or if it's like a predatory thing, that's also a bad thing. Now, I don't think that, you know, like gambling and stuff is bad to like have have as like a sponsorship unless it is extremely predatory and misleading. I feel like there is a way to do it that is like not as shady as a lot of them do it now. I don't think it's the gambling itself. I think it's just how the gambling manipulates the people. You know you understand what I'm trying to say? I guess, but I just it's not the gambling that I take issue with. It's I, I know, but that, that's that kind of where this all started, right? And that's kind of no, it's, it all started because we it were started talking a long about time ago. Act Man, we're talking about but, Act Man. Yeah, so YouTube, YouTube's a flawed platform. I agree. I think it has a lot of things that it should improve on and just stop doing in general. But I think that YouTube is a platform that does try to appeal to a lot of different people, and I feel like it's really hard to make everybody happy. And also be profitable, right? So they're not trying to make anyone happy, but the corporations, dude. You got exactly. That's what I'm trying to say, right? You gotta, you gotta, you gotta only... try to work on both sides. You gotta try to make corporations happy, but that also sometimes makes the creators and the viewers a little unhappy. The, and but they you only can't care win on both sides, right? They only care about the corpos. I think there needs to be. A uh, a competitor to YouTube. I think there absolutely I, needs to be a competitor to well, YouTube. Well, I def I definitely agree. Competition usually does make things better. I know that, like uh, like with the console wars and all that, right? Like the console wars, ever since they've been going on, they both sides have been competing to make the product better and cheaper and more accessible. And all of the people that buy these consoles, regardless of what your side you're on, you win because of the competition, right? Except if yeah. you buy a fucking Nintendo Switch. Except if you buy a Nintendo Switch. There isn't Nintendo any competition to the Nintendo. <laughs> There's no competition to the portable devices yet. Hopefully, we get some more competition with the Steam Deck and all that. Hopefully, if those become more commercially viable, we can get some more competition in the portable mar market. But yeah, but like the Xbox and PlayStation thing. Like you that and me, be, yeah. You know, we're constantly like benefiting from the competition because Xbox is trying to outdo PlayStation. PlayStation is trying to outdo Xbox with prices, with deals, with exclusives, and everybody yeah. wins. You know, with the competition, and I feel like that sort of competition and that sort of like thing is kind of what capitalism should all be about. I know capitalism usually is a little bit more corrupt than it probably should be. But, yeah, we have competition with everything, and I feel like usually it gets better, right? So definitely get some competition for the YouTube. I think it's going to be great. Yeah, I think, I think there is um, one really, really, really great golden example of the, uh, 
of, of like you said in the console wars about like them ab- about consoles uh out, trying to outdo each other and giving something that's really good for the consumer and that's mm-hmm. xbox game pass xbox game pass is such a good fucking deal oh my god it is a great deal because you pay what is it one dollar a month correct me if i'm wrong it's one dollar a month and well, you pay- it's one dollar uh, for I think for either the first month or the first three months. Um, That's and then oh, it and then it's fucking 10, fantastic deal. And then it's ten uh, for just the game pass, and then I think it's fifteen for the game pass and gold combination. There's actually a way to do it uh, where I got three years of game pass ultimate for five dollars a month, about five seventy a month. That's yeah, and that's an awesome game pass. Deal. Game That's Pass awesome. Ultimate has like 300 400 games for uh, that cheap. Yeah, in the hundreds and there like there is a lot of games on there that are like get a little bit smaller indie titles, right? Then there's a lot of like really big AAA games. Every single Xbox uh ID game goes on their launch day. Yep. Halo Infinite yep. was on their launch day. Uh Back for Blood even though that was like an all right game. But the point is New games are constantly just getting on their day one. Yeah, I think. The, and then so once, once Xbox bought Bethesda, all those games went on there. Every single mm-hmm. one of them. Fallout 3, Fallout New Vegas, Fallout 4, Fallout 76, even though that one sucks. Uh, Skyrim, uh, Morrowind, Oblivion, all of them on there. Uh, ESO, I think, is on there. Um, yeah, you, there's so many good fucking... That, that is such yeah, a good fucking deal. That, that's a and, super good example, again, of the competition like creating something that is going to be beneficial for the consumer, right? And I feel like there have been uh situations in the past where I do know that sort of corporations will kind of like team up with competing corporations just to stop the competition and to have all the corporations win and the consumers lose. And sorry, you cut off. Cuz I'm not sure if you've ever heard about like um like a long, long time ago, back in the day, where uh, light bulb companies all agreed to make their light bulbs not last a certain amount of time. That way they could all sell more light bulbs. Yeah, yeah. It's things like that's... that where I feel like it's it's little... That's whenever it starts becoming a little corrupt, you know? That's called they... an oligopoly, and it sucks yeah. big dick. And so there, that's there's what's wrong with the airlines. Parts. That's what's wrong to... with airlines right now. Oh yeah, what's what's going on with the airlines? Tell me about it. Like that's that's why all of them are uh, are really bad. It is uh, like like every time where they like increase their prices or for like baggage or whatever, mm-hmm. it's uh, it, it's always because guess what? They're all working together. They all they, they're. There were a few laws back in the back in the early 1900s and the late 1800s uh, by my man Teddy Roosevelt. Big ups, Teddy. Love you. Um, mm-hmm. uh, the a- antitrust acts, right? It broke up a bunch of monopolies, mm-hmm. right? But we don't have a lot of those for oligopolies. So uh, another big example is cable. All the cable companies are working together to fuck you in the ass with a sandpaper dildo. And they they have no incentive to uh, 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 unfuck you. 
they've divvied up the country. So instead of like, they're all working together in the same areas, they have divided the country into their own little playgrounds and there's no competition there. There is no competition yeah, like, at all uh, in the another, cable industry, and it sucks. Like another example that I've heard of is like, um, like the hotels, right? Yes. Like they make it really hard for like competition to like start because they keep their prices at a point that's not going to be affordable to a competitor. Yeah, and absolutely not. And it's and that's how they just keep all their like. They just make everything super duper minimal because there's no way you can ever compete with it, right? Because yeah, absolutely. It's kind of like with Amazon too. Remember how Amazon started doing like the the next day shipping and all that. If you're a shipping company, you can't compete with that, especially if you're much much smaller than Amazon. No, fuck no. You can't afford to compete with that. And that's why we need modern antitrust acts. We need modern antitrust laws that can break up these big fucking companies and split their resources amongst the smaller companies and break their shit up. That's what happened with the, uh, with the Rockefellers, uh, their whole, uh, their, their oil company got fucking obliterated and it got turned into, uh, uh, it, it got turned into a bunch of different oil companies that still exist today. Because they're so fucking big. And they're all an oligopoly as well. There is a tendency towards oligopoly, but there's never going to be any change in that. There's never going to be any government regulation about it because they're in every single politician's pockets, Democrat or Republican. There is no way that any serious change is ever going to be done because anyone who wants to do it is not going to be receiving any money from the corporation. So they'll never get elected. So no change is possible. Yeah, that's there's definitely lots of problems going on in in capital capitalistic America, and I don't I don't know if there's any like real way we can see a change, but it does is really unfortunate for the consumers, right? I am glad that there are no it again, sucks some companies that are so true to the competition, kind of like with the Xbox and PlayStation thing like that. But most companies nowadays. They just look for however they can get the most money out of the consumers, which I feel like is uh, not my favorite uh, business model, right? No, absolutely not. And it really sucks. So uh, I think to sum up this conversation, um, fuck YouTube, give Ackman his channel back, uh, or people will start jumping ship. People will start jumping ship. You will see yourself in a competitive market and you will lose. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like, I feel like if somebody makes a much better version of YouTube or if they make like a, 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 a version of YouTube that doesn't is, suck big dick decent enough, I feel like there's a decent chance for them to really start some competition and hopefully kind of like the Xbox and PlayStation situation. We can see some improvement from both sides, right? It's just really hard to get started as a small business nowadays just because, again, the og- og- what are they called? Oligopoly. Olig- oligopolies. That's those right there. We don't like oligopolies. Or monopolies. Or monopolies. Yeah. We like the game, though. Monopoly is a good, fun game. We should play Monopoly one day. Uh, yeah, Maybe. sure. It's on Xbox. Yeah, we could do that. Or... 
Well, we I have really want to play Catan. That we never, we never actually played. I really want to play Catan with somebody. I have it, and I haven't. I haven't Catan? opened it from the box. Oh my fucking god! You don't know what Catan is? Oh my god! All right, ha- I will explain Catan? it to you. <laughs> I'll explain it to everyone. Um, it's really good. So is it a board you, game? it is. It is. It's really fun. Um, oh, I've it's seen sort this of game like before. Monopoly. I... Yeah, Settlers okay. of Catan, or Catan, whichever okay. one it is. All yeah. Right. So. You would uh, you you get these little these little hexagons, um, of different land types, in your game, and mm-hmm. you get uh, uh, you get two, dices, and uh, you uh you roll them, and uh, depending on which uh hex has your uh, has the number that you rolled on the dice. Um, yeah, depending on what you rolled on the dice, uh, you get a certain amount of resources and I think you need, uh, one of each and then you can build a new city or a new road or something. I don't know. It's been a while since I played it because nobody in my fucking house wants to play Catan with me and it sucks. I do say, it is hard to find like people to play board games with if you're really into board games and your family just isn't. Exactly. And now we've all got COVID. We've all got COVID. We can't leave the fucking house. So now would be a perfect time to play Catan. Well, sure, 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 sure. But yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe one day if we meet up, we can, we can do the board. We can do tons of board games. We can do them all. Hell yeah. All right. Uh, Oh yeah. I want, I wanted to convey a story of my fucking dumbassitude today. Oh, cool. 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 If that's all right, I know you had one more thing that you wanted to talk about. Oh no, um, I, we can go through your topics first. We still have time. Yeah, I don't think it'll take that long. Um, so basically, I uh, I did a fucky wucky today. I saw. Oh man. Um, I I had a, a a paper due today, um, or a rough draft for a paper due today. So uh, it was a research proposal paper. And not the actual research paper. So the research proposal paper was only supposed to be about 750 words. I thought the research paper rough draft was due today. I'm like, oh shit, I want to get a a good grade on this. So I wrote, uh, I think I had 200 words before. I wrote 2,000 words today. And then I was like, oh shit, the rough draft for the research paper is not what's due today. It's just the proposal. So I had to work backwards and write the proposal paper on the research paper that I already have completed. And uh, if my, if my professor doesn't like my proposal, uh, I tough tits, I think I'm not rewriting it. I've got 2,200 words out of 2,500. I can't write anymore. (laughs) Well, the the good news is if he does like your proposal, you're, you're almost done. (laughs) God, I fucking hope. I fucking hope it was. It would. It would be the biggest laugh was, in the face, though, if he's just like, <laughs> "Nope, I don't like that idea. Let's try something different." Yeah. Uh, again, tough shit. I, I. I don't know how I'm gonna explain it to my professor. Like, I don't really care how you feel about it. It's already like 
most of the way done. So like, well, it, well, hopefully, hopefully you won't have to have that conversation. <laughs> yeah, it's more than eighty five percent done. So <laughs> you ain't getting shit. You you are not getting me to quit now. Yeah, um, yeah, it's it's done. It is done. Very close. And I feel like a complete fucking dumbass for it, but that's life. You know, I'm a big, stupid, dummy idiot. Yeah, that's what happens. And I know you wanted to talk about something. You actually, uh, I I feel like this should be a weekly segment. Well, we can talk about, we can talk about my hobby in a second, but I do have some stories that I, I'd like to say before. So, yeah, sure. Go uh, ahead. Like I'm, I'm planning on getting uh, a new job, right? My job just, my job let out like probably what, like a couple weeks now. I did have a couple I extra so. days. Yeah. Uh, I don't know yeah, if I yeah. talked about this last podcast. I might have talked about how I went to NASA and all that. Uh, for, yeah. For yeah, yeah, yeah. As like a chaperone. Well, uh, it's been a little difficult to find to find some jobs that pay a decent amount i'm also qualified for <laughs> but yeah. uh i did find a job finally and we're about 90 percent through the application process i'm pretty sure we're gonna get it but i should be getting a uh a job at a fireworks stand right yeah you were telling me about that it's pretty, pretty cool. excited about it um hopefully everything goes well and for those like about two weeks. I don't think it's. I think it's a little less than two weeks. For those two weeks, I should be making a decent amount of money. Yeah. Uh, bes- besides that, the car situation is still. Uh, it's a little iffy, right? Hopefully, when that comes through, we'll have a little bit of money once I get rid of the car as well. But you know, we're we're trying our best to just kind of coast on by for the money right now. Yes. It's not the greatest, but it's it's coming in slowly. Now I do have I do want to talk about my hobby. My hobby, if nobody's been keeping up, I've been trying to get into woodworking, right? And yes. it's been slow because I don't have a lot of money. I can't really afford to buy all the tools that I want right away, right? Mm-hmm. So what I've been doing is I've been buying tools like one at a time here and there, trying to slowly build up the amount of tools that I need to do some bigger things. Yeah, but I. Just got to the point in my book. Uh, I think last time I told you I did a garden stake and a doorstop, right? Yes. Yes, you did say that. Yeah. So now I, the next thing in my book was like a carving sort of exercise, carving sort of a project, right? It's more carving than it is like furniture making, which is kind of like my end goal here. Yeah. But it's, uh, I'm supposed to be carving a, a butter knife out of wood, right? Yeah, that, yeah I've done that before. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I tried it. Again, not really a lot of experience with anything that, I, that I'm trying to do here, you know, just starting from scratch. Uh, I did start doing it, and I got pretty far along in the process, right? And I realized very close towards the end of doing this whole process that I started with too small of a piece of wood, right? Yes. So I I had to scrap it and start all over again with a bigger piece of wood. But I did injure myself several times 
And I think I, fi I figured out why, right? Well, I, cause I injured myself with my knife on my finger and on my knuckle. Ouch. Big ouch. Uh, yeah. That's it's not, not It's not a super big injury. I didn't cut off my finger or anything like that. But I did I did get my finger a little bit, like a tiny bit deep. And then my knuckle kind of just nicked a little bit. Yeah. And then I got a splinter on my palm. Ooh. Right? I, I had to, um, a couple Which, weeks back, I had to do some surgery on my on my foot. I got a splinter in my foot. And I thought it would come out, so I gave it like a day or two to come out on its own, but it just got dug even worse in there. So I pulled out my Leatherman, because uh, I was at my aunt's house, so I didn't really mm -hmm. have like, you know, like like tools, and I didn't want like someone else to do it. So I, I got out my Leatherman, I used the knife blade, and I carved into the, 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 the bridge of my foot, and I used my tweezers, and I pulled it out. So that I, sounds painful. Yeah. I did surgery on myself. It was not that bad. And it felt a lot better after I had done it than before. Um, now, I yeah. think I've gotten it out. Um, but who knows? To be honest, it, if it yeah. was a splinter, it was probably a super tiny splinter. Um, but pretty much uh, what I've been using as a mallet is just a uh, a scrap piece of wood. And I guess the way I was holding it, it dug into my palm you should probably start wearing gloves, dude. Um, if you don't have or the calluses, get a mallet. Yet, you know, uh, I don't have a mallet, and that's kind of the yeah. But you're gonna have injured. to you're gonna have also, to touch normal wood pieces though, and those are gonna give you splinters as well because you're not gonna what? sand until you're done. So yes, technically you're right, and it's probably a decent investment, right? But yeah. I am going to be naive and not listen to you until it becomes a bigger issue. All right. Anyways. This actually, this actually, all right. <laughs> this gets into another topic that I wanted to talk about today. Oh well, my God. Well, I wasn't, I wasn't done yet. I was, I'm still going. Right. Okay. So I, I, I realized when I started working on my second, my second iteration of this wooden, wooden knife, right. This wooden butter knife. Um, that my tools have become increasingly dull. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. Mostly probably because they weren't shipped to me super sharp anyways, right? And second, because I've been using them a lot, right? Yes. So now I've realized that I have to learn a second skill in sharpening just to do the woodworking part. So now mm -hmm. I've ordered uh, sharpening stones and oil and strop and all the things to, to sharpen. So that so that's the next the, my next goal here because that's partially why I injured myself as well, is because my tools were so sharp, my so so dull. I mean, that the amount of like force that I was putting on the tools was way more than I probably should have been, <laughs> and that's why they probably. slipped and got me, right? Yeah, I I I think the the trick with with certain things is um, you definitely should uh make sure you're not doing like too much down pressure too much grip pressure because the harder you hold the more things will slip through your fingers um that was something i learned when i was uh when i was learning how to do bow drill um making fires was i would put a lot of down pressure and i had a very he heavy palm rock so mm -hmm. like to explain like basically how it works for the uninitiated is you take like a bow shaped piece of wood you take a string mm -hmm. you attach the the top end to the bottom 
and then you would tie in uh, a smaller stick called a spindle and then uh-huh. you put a rock on top of the spindle and put the spindle into another piece of wood so that way you know the friction from the rock is keeping it straight up in the board and you've got a little hole in the board to like get it spinning and then you take the bow piece and you move it back and forth so that way the spindle spins around in the string and uh i noticed that i would put in way too much down pressure and it would never work so and i never really got the muscle memory to not do that um but you know i i made 14 like that or maybe it was like 12 like that maybe 11 i think it might have been just 11 like that and then i uh I was done because I did not want to do it again. And I don't want to do it again. But yeah, it's all about grip strength and and, and how much yeah, down pressure like, you're putting on. An- another thing I realized, and part of why I've injured myself as well, was because I think I did things in a, in the wrong order, right? That I think that I should have... I should have probably done a better job of smoothing out the wood before I cut it so small that it was really hard to hold. And that that was probably partially the reason why I injured myself because I could it was so hard to figure out how to hold it and to cut it at the same time without injuring mm-hmm. myself. And I really tried, I really did. It's not like I went out there intending to injure myself, right? Um, but yeah, I but instead of trying my best and struggling on that piece of wood over and over until it it became better. And ho- probably injuring yeah. myself more. I I just like I said, I start over, do it a second time. Hopefully with sharper tools, and hopefully with less injuries. And hopefully, <laughs> but and, and then hopefully by this time next week, I'll I'll tell you all about how how well it went, and hopefully I won't have all more injuries. But I would also like to uh, go back to the. Uh, I'd like to go back to the gloves issue because this kind of brings me to uh, uh an issue that i've had in my life is uh, i have a really 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 bad um uh cassandra complex is what it's called um, cassandra complex i've never heard that before so for con- i don't want to i don't want to go too long because we only have like seven so more cassandra minutes. with the c or cassandra with the k cassandra with a c I, I guess it depends on which uh, on how Greek you want to pronounce it, but anywho, um, I feel like Cassandra. More, but uh, shut up! That, that's, shut up! That's <laughs> my, my opinion, you know, I just <laughs> fuck your opinion. <laughs> fuck your opinion. Let me explain it. So, anywho, uh, Cassandra is a figure in the Trojan War, so from the Iliad and the Odyssey, um, and other various pieces of media about it. Um, but basically. She was the daughter of King Priam of Troy. So like the guy who's uh, her brothers were uh, uh, Hector and Paris. So the people who started it. Um, But yeah, so she was really, really, really hot. And Apollo was like, damn, baby, I want to get with you. So he gives her the gift of prophecy. So like clairvoyance, so she can see the future. But Mm -hmm. she was like, nah, I'm going to be celibate. Sorry, bud. And then uh, he did not like being bud zoned. So he gave her the curse (laughs) that no matter who she told, she couldn't alter or change the events in any way. And nobody would believe her. So, Uh, uh, 
the biggest example was uh, the Trojan horse. They wheeled in the Trojan horse and Troy was like, yeah, we won. And they gave us this big trophy. Ha ha. Suck it, Greeks. But Cassandra was like, there's fucking Greeks in there. Don't bring it in the city. And everyone was like, shut the fuck up, Cassandra. And nobody listened to her. And then they wheeled in the Greeks. Or they you wheeled know, in the I, horse and the Greeks murdered I've never everybody. heard about this part of the story, but I love it so much more now. You know? Yeah. They're like, shut the fuck up, Cassandra, you fucking Debbie Downer ass bitch. And then everyone you know, died. See, I wouldn't I wouldn't mind just hearing you retell stories like this. This is this is wonderful, you know. You're just such vivid, you know. The way you explain it. <laughs> I, you know, I have a way with with words when you, it comes to Greek myths. You have such a way with words. I can't. Maybe but this basically, should become a segment. You just, you're just telling me stories. Oh, Jesus Christ. I have a few. But, um, anywho, anywho. So, what ha- so why I feel like Cassandra is, uh, I told you, get the gloves. You didn't listen. And, and... By, by the time you're working next week, if you get another splinter, I will have been right, and and you will look like a dumbass, but See, you still won't thinking, listen right? to me. I'm thinking that the reason I don't like gloves is because I just don't like how they feel, personally. And also, it's really I like having my fingers out. Maybe I can get those fingerless gloves, because I did get a splinter in my palm. You'll get a, a you'll get splinters in your in your fingers as well, um, but also <sighs> you know I don't like the way condoms feel. But uh, you, th- I don't wear them because they feel good. I wear them because I don't like the consequences. And trust well, me, the consequences are going to be a lot worse than the feeling of wearing a glove. Trust me. You know, yeah, but at the same time, I'm just I'm a little stubborn, you know, and I feel you like are. I I'm not ready to admit that I need gloves. Quite yet. But it's not if just. I get a couple you. more splinters, then maybe. That's the thing, right? Maybe. That's the thing, right? It's never just you, though. It's like everyone I try to give advice to, they're like, ah, oh, fuck you. No, I'm not going to listen. So, and then they, they get fucked over. And it's like, wow, it, what, look at you. You, you, uh, you fucking. You, you, you got your, uh, you got your wish. You, you followed your own I, advice. I feel like there's definitely another, another, like, word for it where just people people just do the opposite of what you tell them <laughs> i prefer I, I the term cassandra complex because that's it makes me yeah, that, feel like a is, fucking clairvoyant genius which i am as we all know yeah but you're making it about yourself right but i'm saying like there's definitely it should be about me i'm great for... i'm awesome <laughs> i i am pretty sure it's a thing though where if you tell somebody to do something or not to do something they usually just try to do it just to spite you. And that's kind of yeah. how I feel, Nick. You know, I, I do like spiting you a lot, you know, and maybe, you do. maybe this is my way of and doing it, n- it, you know? It never turns out good for you, but you keep doing it, and it's hilarious. It's, except you know, it's actually, also I do feel extremely a lot of personal victories. I do feel a lot of personal victories. I know you say it doesn't work for me, but, you know, I, I feel like it's worth it sometimes, you know? Yeah, sure, whatever. Sometimes. All right, you want to do a big red then. button? You want to do a big red button? You want to? Yes. The, What's the question yeah. for the week? Tell me. Um, I've got a couple here. Uh, I've give got, me, give me your best one. I don't know about any of these being the best one. All right. Um. Okay. 
you can tell any lie you want and people will believe you without fail. But every time you use this power, you will gain a painful permanent wound on your body. And it, okay. it will continue to be painful for the rest of your life. Oh, okay. Because the okay. So how I imagined it at first, before you said the second part, was kind of like um like Killmonger in in uh, Black Panther. You know? Oh yeah, like he or like Victor Zaz from from DC. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Makes yeah. Kind of like you know, it's like a permanent mark that they put on you. But the the painful part, I don't like. If it was like. You know, it's painful initially, and then, like, it's just kind of like a scar on you. That, yeah. I wouldn't mind as much. Um, but the painful part, how painful exactly? How painful would it have to be for you to not want this? How, like, uh, what's your 10? All right, for, so so let, let's figure out what your 10 is. Well, I'm assuming 10 or the max should be, like, if you lose a limb. <laughs> no, no, what is your 10? Like, if you have, like, what is the most painful experience you've ever had? Oh, um, I don't know, actually. I don't get in painful situations that often. Yeah, you're kind I've of a little bitch. never broken a bone. You're kind of a little bitch sometimes. All my bones are intact, luckily for me. Um, I have broken two bones at the same time. Um, at the same time, that's impressive. Well, they're in. They're in the. Uh, the I, I broke arm. two bones in two places. Yeah, I broke my forearm. Yeah. In okay. two places at the same time. So. Oh, because so the same two bone bones twice. twice. No, no, no. Two bones twice. So four, so four overall breaks. breaks. Yes. Four breaks. Okay. I four gotcha, overall gotcha. breaks. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, yeah. Radius know, and actually. ulna. Yeah, um, that's either that's my 10 or recovering from my uh, hernia surgery was really bad. I don't so, think I have one of those a 10. Two. I don't think I've ever had a 10. Well, you have to every everyone has a 10. It's just their 10s are comparatively weaker. So. My my ten is probably breaking my arm. That moment, I, I I think that probably the most painful experience I've had is when I got hit in the crotch. Uh, now I don't. I think I think I was in a fight with my brother or something like that. I can't remember. And he hit you in the nads. Yeah, low blow, really. <laughs> Literally, yeah. Literally, but um, you know, right. I I even then I feel like. I don't remember the pain, so it doesn't feel like it should be a 10. You know what I mean? Yeah. I remember the pain for my surgery. I remember the pain for my wisdom tooth surgery. I don't remember the pain from when I broke my arm. Uh, I don't... I think it was so bad that my brain just doesn't want to commit it to memory, but it was really fucking bad. It Can, was really fucking bad. I'd love bad. to hear the story. I don't know if we have time, but... Uh, it's a quick story. So, um, there was kind of, I, I went to this little daycare at the mall and there was a long little stretch of, um, 
of like trampoline and then there was like a soft ed- cushion edge at the end. Mm-hmm. Now, contrary to what you might think, I didn't break my arm on the uh, trampoline part. I had landed in the cotton soft part and there was like a little, a small little edge outcropping of like siding for the trampoline, of course, just mm-hmm. to like keep it upright. And it had been covered with this little bit of cushion and the cushion kind of jutted out a little bit. And as I was getting off the cotton part, my ank- or my foot caught on that. And as I was going forward, it kind of used my body like a lever. So it gained a bunch of leverage <laughs> and it came down really hard on my arm and my arm snapped upward and then forward. So um, like, look at your left arm. And then imagine it going to the left and then back forward. So like a lightning bolt. That's what happened to my arm. And it fucking hurt really okay. bad. I, I, I definitely think that that's, yeah, that's crazy. Did you like pass out or do you just, what, what happened? I don't think so. I think I got in so much shock that uh, I don't the adrenaline. quite remember what happened. I remember screaming in pain really, really bad. And I remember How old were you? Flashes. I was nine. Oh okay. it was... so long, long time ago. Yes. Jesus Christ, it's been more than ten years. Dude, what the fuck? I'm so old. Oh man. But anywho you're turning twenty soon, aren't you? Yes. Um oh, man. but yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. At the end of the summer. Um but yeah. Uh, what, what do you think would be the, the pain level to, uh, for you to like, they would be in permanent pain, um, for, for the rest of your life. But, uh, people would believe any lie you told. See, and there every is single one. like, I'm not sure if you've ever, uh, if you know what I'm talking about when I say this, but you know how, like, whenever you get like a small scratch or like a small cut. And you, it's like a constant sort of like very, very low level of pain, right? That's what like, you'd be okay with? That's kind of something that I feel like that'd be like best case scenario, right? Now, yeah. I don't know if I'd be willing to do much more than that just because I don't like pain. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I'm trying to think of like how often I would use this, right? Yeah. So if that was like, like a three. I feel to like a five. I do small lies all the time, right? Like tiny, yeah. tiny lies. Now here here's a better way to like that I would I would probably do the question, right? Now all right, sure. I Let's feel like the mark, right? Maybe the mark is the same or the mark is different, but I think that the pain should be equivalent to the level of the lie. You kind of see what I'm saying, right? Oh yeah, sure. All right, that does make right? sense. Like, let's yeah. say it's, like, a really big lie, right? Um, then probably a bigger amount of pain, maybe a bigger mark, maybe, you know, something, something like that, right? Yeah. Now, that, make that situation, I wouldn't mind as much, right? Because then I could, you know, not have to worry about every tiny little lie I do causing huge amounts of pain, right? But then I could still yeah. get the benefit of, like, a bigger lie later on if I really wanted to. But it would be really, really rough if exactly. there was, like, a huge one. It would exactly, be like getting hit right. in the nuts all the time. Yes, but I feel like in that scenario, I probably would push the button. But if it's a sort of the thing where it's like a constant kind of 
level of pain for all the lies, and the pain level is like in that middle to high tier, probably not. No, no, no. <laughs> All right. So I that that's my condition for pushing the button for me at least. I think that it needs to be based on the level of the lie, you know. Yeah. All right. I think mm-hmm. that's uh I think that makes sense. I think that's uh I think that's a good way to to end the episode then, I think. Yeah. I I love whenever I say I'm going to push the button, but it's always a conditional push the button. It's never It's I never 100% confident, right? That's how it is for me too, you know. Like, yeah, it's always that I think one condition. Is, yeah, I think if it was uh, conditional, I would I would do that because it would. Yeah, I I think yeah. again, you just got to think about if it's worth it or not. But yeah, exactly right. You can you can do whatever you want. You could do your little plan of becoming invincible for five years. Push the button. Have every lie you want. <laughs> energy right there right oh we're we're referencing the previous ones now i think i think we've officially gone up our own ass oh lord i think that's a good place to end it yeah we're we're in too deep fellas all right i think that's uh i think that's a good place to uh to end it so uh uh i'm incredibly influential and i'm highly successful thank you guys for listening we'll uh we'll be with you guys next week bye